Tracy Psychic, the podcast. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Laura. <laughs> I made Tracy do the intro today. Just we switched I'm it up. Boss bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome Such back. A boss bitch. Oh, you know me. Mm-hmm. I do. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, it's summer. It is hot. Summertime. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. Sing it. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. So last week we talked about our children being teachers and you mentioned the word blueprint and how Mm. they're blueprinted. Yep. And I wanted to ask you, and I've been wanting to ask you for a Mm, while. This has been a topic. Yeah, because it's something I've always wondered. I've heard the you know, the term blueprint and um, and I've heard you speak about it little bits here and there, but I thought, why not have a cheeky episode on blueprints mm-hmm. and you can lay it all out there and I can stop wondering and asking you bits and piece questions. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll satisfy your, your hunger. Yes. Thank you. Um, so there are many, many, many blueprints, but yep. the ones that we have that are most prevalent or the most, the ones that we encounter pretty much in our day-to-day lives are the healers, the teachers, the messengers, the guides, the procreators, and the builders. How many fingers are you holding up? Six. Six. All right. There's many more. Yeah. So everyone is... Everyone has a blueprint. Yep. Everyone has... Yep. So a blueprint essentially is uh, is when your soul basically has its kind of purpose. It's right. like a, It's like the soul's purpose. And so each of your... Uh, spirits and each incarnate, the incarnation that you have, you serve with a sort of like a um, a foundational uh, original blueprint. Yeah. And then as you serve in your human experiences to the potential of that blueprint, you start to gather more. So the potential of the blueprint, how does that correlate with our highest good? Are they one and the same? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, great. Just so I can get it clear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you're there are a lot of people like myself uh, who has lived an extraordinary life um, of uh, self-sabotage and and um, basically just not doing life very well <laughs> or very good. Hard, lessons hard learned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're the ones that are the healers. And so the more stuck they are in their, in their own shit, making it about themselves, the less destiny potential they have to meet their fate, which is to serve as a healer. Got you. Okay. So even the, the most addicts of addicts, yep. the ones that are in addiction, they're stuck. Still, even from that space, they're still emanating as a healer. Whoa, mind blown. Because if you think about it, it it helps people that are around them, family members, friends, colleagues, it helps them to heal parts of themselves because it might have, like if I was an addict still, I it might encourage you to speak your truth. By their influence. Correct. And, yeah, so, okay. It, and a teacher then as well, would you say? Well, so they are a teacher. They become a teacher. Okay. 
So you become a teacher when you have gone full circle. And so you have healed or healed yourself and you've released it and you are no longer bound by what it is that you need to be healed from, which is where I'm at. Okay. So then I became a teacher in this lifetime. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been a messenger and I've always been a guide as well. I've picked those up in some other lifetimes, but at my core, I'm a healer. Yep. And so in order to become the teacher in this lifetime, uh, I've had to go full circle with myself. Sure. And this is why when I had my divi- one of my divine interventions, but the biggest one, it was basically when spirit figured out how to get me to move and found my leverage, which was to help others and stop making it about yourself. Yes. So each blueprint, uh, each soul has its blueprint, but each time we come down and have a human experience, if we reach the potential of our soul's blueprint, then there's up for grabs to pick up More. the others. Gotcha. So quite often I will meet people who are teachers and then they become the healer through their teacher or they become the messenger because they no longer teach in terms of uh, teaching, teaching, but they they serve as a speaker or they just say something to someone. They're just the messenger, but they didn't teach them. The person teaches themselves. Yeah. But they're just that nugget of, of wisdom, words yeah. of wisdom. Uh, and so then... They're kind of the teacher, the healer, the messenger, and the guide. From my experience in, in what I see and understand is that those souls, the people that have those as their original, like their, their foundational blueprint, they vibrate higher than the others. Okay. So the ones that have more of them vibrate even higher. So we have a higher consciousness. So the more you pick up and the more potential you achieve in each of your blueprints, the higher consciousness you have. Wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the ones that are that the ones that vibrate below that, I'm going to call it a band because it's like a band of like a bandwidth. Yeah, it's like and, a bandwidth of energy, right? Yeah. yeah. And so the healers, the teachers, a- the messages of the guides kind of vibrate all within that bandwidth. Um, but it fluctuates and the ones that sort of sit right at the top of it are the ones that have got the healer, the teacher, the message of the guide, the procreator and the builder all up their sleeve. Goodness they're kinda, me. They're kind of done it all. It's like all the Monopoly cards. Yeah. <laughs> like they have trumped you. They've been around that board and they've collected them all. Yeah. So they're yep. usually old souls. Right. They're usually sages. Because they've been around. Yeah. Literally. And they've learned. Yeah. Yeah. And their souls have expanded. Sure. Through had time. They have. Their souls have done it. They've done the time and they've earned it. Yeah. So below that bandwidth is another bandwidth that um, so far I've only been able to identify two main blueprints. Oh, okay. I, I feel like they're not the only two, but these are the only two that in, in my in in my life, these are the only ones. Yeah. These sure. are the only ones I have experienced. So not only in my observation, but in my experience. Yep. Um, there is this vibration of procreators. And so procreators are people who are here without so much of a a purpose that serves masses, but really just serves to literally procreate the human species. To have the masses. Correct. To be able to be the carriers of these souls to go and perform. Gotta have them. You do. And so the procreators have an extremely, extremely important role. Yeah. However, 
if they were to sit in the above, they do they do move up, but As usually does everyone. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. But yep. usually it's in a different lifetime. Okay, so yep. they kind of yep. have sure. to do the procreator yep. for one lifetime or more. Yeah, and then they can still be like me. I'm a procreator, but yep. I have more. Okay, yeah, or ha- have evolved further yep. along. Yeah, so. The procreators are here to have babies, but they're also um, creators. Uh-huh. So they're procreation. Yes, of all kinds. Yeah. So okay. they create all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the procreators can sometimes be quite earthly creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of the real earth mummers and yep. uh, just natural mums. And wow. they just, they're maternal and they've just got that vibe about them. And they just sort of just seem to just hold it really well grounded grounded yeah, yeah they're the pro- and they're just they're gentle and they're kind and they're nurturing mm. um and they're just a safe place um and Sounds beautiful. it is procreators are some of my favorite people um mm. uh, because they're just they're this sounds uh maybe a little bit patronizing a little bit but they're just simple creatures yeah because they they're just really content with their with their purpose. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people who are procreators and are discovering that they need to jump up into that. Well, not that they need to, but that they're vibrating up into that next bandwidth. And they're, they're usually, ready. They're yeah. usually the mums that are, or the dads that are quite frustrated okay. with, um, with their identity of just being a mum, Wanting more. Wanting more yeah. or just feeling like, being a mum has robbed them of their uh-huh. potential or whatever however is they want to. Is this it? Yeah. Is there more? Yeah, there's a little bit of discomfort there and a little sure. bit of miss, something missing. Uh, and so then there's the builders and the builders can be procreators as well, like they can share it all as well. Yep. But the builders are the ones who are the doers. They're the action takers. They're the ones that are here to make the world keep moving. Yep. You know, they're the ones who take the procreator and the creators and bring it to life and make it what it is today. They're the creators, they're the doers, they're the builders, they're the they're the makers. The forward marchers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're the ones who push it. Mm. Need and, them too. Yeah. So we each have an individual original blueprint. Just one, like that the, stands the very, out energetically. The one. The one. Wow, like it's like okay. this is your soul's yep. primary wow. purpose. Cool. In the whole grand scheme of everything. Right. Yep. And so it's always at the base of whatever you do. Mm. So I love being the messenger and the guide and the teacher. It's yep. something that in this lifetime, I the teacher part of it is something that I fully started to own a couple of years ago and I love it. Yep. I love it. But I don't think I could have loved it as much if I wasn't so comfortable, like almost too comfortable with being the messenger and the guide because I've else. always been that. Yeah. You were um, born with that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then in the procreator stage of things, um, in this lifetime, I didn't want kids because yep. I felt that I, that well, there was lots of reasons why I didn't want to have kids, <laughs> but, um, I grew up saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm never going <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and so being a mum for me, even though when I finally became a mum, it was the most amazing, like yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. It was definitely something that I'm very glad that I ended up doing, even yeah. if it was a pill baby. Sorry, but it was. <laughs> um, and 
even though I did have three kids and I did play the procreator role, I was never someone who comfortably sat in it. I always was itchy, always was never fulfilled in just playing the role of motherhood. It just didn't fit me. It was like filling up 10% of me. And for a long time, I felt guilty about that. I was going to say, how did you feel about that? Because well, society there told me I should feel guilty. Mum guilt. Isn't there is. There? there is. Yeah. And th- you know, this was way back before social media. Yeah. Like there wasn't even Facebook yet. No. Um, and there, there was no real kind of conversation about any other way to be, except this is just what you do. Um, and. Uh, affordability factors and family factors it kind of all just plays the role in that you're the one who stays home because you can't earn as much as your partner can yeah and it's by default and I really felt that yes I really felt that that was my lot and I didn't like it um, I love being a mum and I think I'm an amazing mum and I think I'm the mum that my kids need otherwise we wouldn't be that's how other. it works, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think my mum is the mum that I need. Yeah. And I love her for that. Uh, and I think that that's that being a mum is one of the greatest gifts or a parent is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself and that can be given to you. Yeah. But ultimately the procreator role for me was clearly one that I've done over and over and over again before and it just wasn't enough for my spirit this mm-hmm. time around it wasn't enough to to expand me it just wasn't going to expand me mm-hmm. like it was kind of like the lessons came and they were so obvious and I got them and it was just like I just understand this whereas when I expand I don't understand it and I have yeah. to expand to understand it but do you think that might change when your children come into different cycles like you're still learning oh of course because they're expanding. my teachers yeah yeah, of course. That, oh, so that's not from the procreation phase? Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, because you've always got that. Yeah. Like yeah. it's always in you. It's yeah. part of your experience mm. and it's sort of it's that higher consciousness. So mm. you don't just go out of the phase and then you don't experience it no, anymore. No, that's right. It's, yeah. it's part Still learning. of you. Yeah. 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 It makes up your energy mm. and your spirit. Mm. You vibrate with it. Um, and grandchildren, like it will continue. Mm. But it continues ancestrals in, in ancestry but beyond me, like from my mom and my nan and my grandma and, and great-grandparents and all of that. Like it's all a part of the procreator phase. Yeah, okay. And it's all past life stuff. Yes. Um, and then with the builder stuff, like I also experienced the building stuff too and mm-hmm. it's something that I love. Like You're we, a great builder. We literally – literally build like bricks and mortar build and I love it like I'm a visual merchandiser by trade and you know we renovate houses and my husband's a builder and like Mm -hmm. I love having a tool belt on and using a power tool and knocking shit down and building things up I love it I love hearing that knowing we're just about to move into a house to do all that (laughs) yeah (laughs) you won't be able to keep me away (laughs) fine Um, with me there is things to do (laughs) I said to my dentist the other day he goes what are you doing and I said I'm gonna go and help a girlfriend potentially pack because she's moving and she goes did you offer to do that like why would you do that I know like, right? well I'm a professional packer because <laughs> I live this is my 29th house that I live in good and Lord. I love it <laughs> I love 
love it. You can come and do the kitchen. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like I, I get excited about mm. organizational and all that sort of stuff. Oh man. It just gives me an opportunity to merchandise. Go for it. <laughs> I can't wait to have your input. Yay. Honestly, truly. Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> um, it will be there. Uh, so yeah, so I've got that builder stuff that I still embrace and yeah. it's clearly still there, but then I also build things that are other things. Like this I stuff. build this, yep. I build people, mm-hmm. you know, well, I teach them how to build themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it all just makes up who you are, mm. but you, you gather it as you, as you have each human experience. Yeah. As you expand. like As you saying. expand. Yeah. yeah. You can't gather if you don't expand. Yeah. Because your soul will keep coming back down in another human experience until you finally expand with your destiny into your fate. Yes. Yeah. Is that, does that go along the lines of what you resist persists? Correct. <laughs> it's one of those sayings I love uh-huh. to drop in and <laughs> see your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that though. It's because true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just whatever repeats. Yeah. It's because you're the one pressing the pause button yep. and the rewind button. Like you're in control of it. And a lot of people. Me. <laughs> no, you don't. But a lot of people choose to um, palm off that responsibility. Oh, not the palming off. But I, I have a lot of repetition sometimes before I'll go, okay, what's this? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's how you expand. Mm. And that's that's it. Repetition is key. Mm. Uh, but it, the way that the human brain works is that it loves repetition. And so if you repeatedly rely on your ego rather than your spirit, then you're going to move further and further away from reaching your potential. Yeah. If you continually choose mm. to not be brave. Yeah. And this to not like, face the things. Yeah. And ultimately, or everything that I ever talk about in terms of um, that highest good path and blueprints and... Um, contracts and lessons and you know healing and all of that everything comes down to one thing for me and that's divine time yes it's like if I'm here to heal ancestral wounds and traumas and and patterns and beliefs and therefore future generations in my in like my legacy yeah um then I want to for the people that I love most in this human experience I want to be the person that um, does that for them out of the purest form of love for their divine time. Yep. It's like my soul to their soul, which is just like I have what you need Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to let you go any longer without it. Yep. Um, And that's my choice and it doesn't always mean that those people are ready, Mm -hmm. uh, but that's not mine, that's theirs. And I'm doing me. And mm-hmm. I think that if more people looked at divine time and, and understood it, uh, and maybe we need to do an episode on that yeah. um, or maybe just a bit of it, uh, but if more people understood it, looked at it and really kind of used it almost like a an overlay to their life, uh, that there would be tremendous potential for people to get um, – sort of uh, intense, quick, rapid healing in a very short period of time. Some clarity. And healing in a very short period of time. Mm. Mm-hmm. So with this divine timing, mm-hmm. 
Um, and the way humans can sometimes make everything about themselves, why is this happening to me at this time, blah, blah, blah. If we say, it's not about me, this is happening for me, like you say, is that um, a recognition of divine timing, would you say? Um, not really. No, not understanding that things are unfolding as they should rather than you trying to decide when things should or how things should. That's still quite a passive way to look at divine time. Okay, break it down for me more then. So divine time is energy. Yep. So when you present in energy or something presents in energy, then mm-hmm. there is a alternate energy. Like there is your yin yep. and then there is a yang energy to your yin energy. Okay. And so when you show up in your yin, then you get the yang that is meant for that. Right. Like you can't get anything else but then what it is that shows up. Yep. And so divine time says that if today you said the sky, if up until this point in time you said the sky was green mm-hmm. and for whatever whatever your reasons were, but they were human reasons for okay. whatever they are. Yep, yep. And then today you said the sky's blue. Divine time says that because you spoke the truth, everything that is meant for you arrives. It changes everything. Changes the course. Wow. So it's like thinking, uh, this is how I see, literally, this is the vision that I have when people meet divine time. Yeah. Because there is meeting divine time about little things and then there's meeting divine time about your life. Yeah, yeah. And then there's meeting divine time about humans and then there's meeting divine time about earth and then the universe. Like it just keeps going. Wow. But the vision that I get is literally... Did you ever go to um <laughs> Did you ever go to Wet and Wild in Queensland? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. Do you know the River Rampage? Uh yeah, on the donut? Yeah. You float down there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was always that big um gate right at the end that was big brown timber gate. Mm, it's bringing back a memory. And when the ride was shut, they would put all the donuts behind yes. that gate. It all builds up. Yeah. Yeah. But then when it's open, the gates are shut and it sort of stops the donut from going further because it's, it provides an end to yeah. the ride. Yeah. And I literally see that gate, oh. that gate. I've <laughs> always seen it. That gate, it opens up and people sitting in front of me just get smacked with this tidal wave of water. Oh. <laughs> and I never tell them. It's the first time I've ever told it. Right. Literally right now is the first time I've ever described what happens in mm-hmm. my vision. Do you find that, is that amusing to watch in your mind's eye? People getting smacked with water. When I talk about it now, yes, but when it happens, it's actually euphoric. It's a me. good, yeah, I it's can understand It's kind of just that, like, sure. oh. It's like that light switching on. Yeah. It's that moment of, yeah, drops. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And, and their whole energy changes. Right, yeah, okay. So it's basically the minute you arrive, mm-hmm. everything that you have been pushing away in time, mm-hmm. pushing further away, <laughs> Yeah. is available to you. Yeah. There's no lag time. Mm-hmm. There's no punishment or mm-hmm. handicap or delay because you took your sweet ass time to get there. <laughs> it's just there. It just is. And that's how we manifest. That's divine time. That's divine time. Cool. In a nutshell. Yeah. 
I'm sure I'm sure that was the nutshell version. <laughs> I really like the the wet and wild river rapid nutshell version of Divine Time. Gosh. You man. have a way about you, Tracy. You. You really do. <laughs> it's the best though. <sighs> Those Queensland holidays were the best too. They were. I used to go with my best friend in our childhood school holidays. My family and her family, we used to take up off the road and have holidays together and do those, you know, do the theme parks. Yeah, it's the best. Good. Old school. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's Divine Time in a Nutshell. And so there are people here that have, or well, there's people everywhere, of course there's people here, but um, every single human that is alive has the potential to work with Divine Time. It's not relegated to those that sit at the top of the bandwidth that I saw <laughs> or anything like that. Sure. Anybody at any point in time has the ability to embrace divine time and instantly, like almost at 0.0000001%, like one second, yeah. millisecond, it's not even time. It's like the time that I speak in spirit. There is no time. No, yeah. It's not time. It's not a clock. No. It just happens. It just, it's there. It's there. And this That's is so a, cool. This is the part of manifesting where it's the receiving part where most people fall over. Yeah. Because imagine getting hit with that water. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And you. That's why when I teach, I teach the tools for people to sustain it, to handle it, to hold it, to you make the floaties. It. You've Correct. got the doughy there ready uh-huh. to go. Yeah. <laughs> Sink or swim, bitch. There's mm-hmm. no like pushing mm-hmm. off the edge. There's a floaty. Mm-hmm. Build your own. And I'm not going to go and get going to jump in and save you. I'm going to figure it out. I'll give you all of the things that you need yep. to build it and construct it. Yeah. I can see you on the side with the with whistle. the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> do this, do that. No, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> I hate whistles. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So that's, um, that's blueprints in a yep. nutshell and that's divine time in a nutshell. <laughs> Good chat. Good chat. <laughs> Thanks for breaking it down because I know they're, you know, they're giant topics and there's there's things that I've always wondered about, but hearing you explain them. What do you like think that. that you're doing in this lifetime? Oh, um, can I start by saying I, I have an idea on what my foundational yeah. one is? A healer? Sure. Yeah. Um, and as far as this lifetime goes... I honestly have no blue clue where I'm at. Like a teacher. Why are you doing that? You're like, yes, you do. But I can't remember all the words that you used. You don't need to use my word. I'm a procreator because I've got babies uh-huh. and I create things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so procreator, healer, teacher, mm-hmm. builder. Which you stepped into in this lifetime. Yeah, wow. Mm. That's nice. Mm. I think that's where I'm at. I kind of pushed you to step into that one. You might have. <laughs> Me, along with other people too. There were other people, other little angels in your life that pushed yeah. you to that too. It happened. It did. Yeah. You're a builder. Mm-hmm. And what else do you think you are in? What else? Because you've got, you've, you've got more. Uh, rattle them off again. He, he was <laughs> a messenger guide. Guide? Am I guide? No. Or am I messenger? Messenger. Messenger. What's the difference? Uh, So messengers are like um, little kind of words of wisdom droppers. Oh, yeah, truth bombers. I'd be more of a truth bomber. Yeah. Yeah. But you're also um, 
you're also talking in the podcast. Oh, yeah. You know, Sorry, everybody. <laughs> and a guide is essentially like a mentor. Yeah, okay. Yep. Sort of that's yep. the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. A guide is someone who can light the way before you. Mm. So they don't necessarily teach you. Mm. They just hold space mm-hmm. and guide mm-hmm. just mm. gently and however – well, it's not always gently. It's just however you need it. <laughs> You're not I often heard, you're not really gentle with I, me. Well, I just heard all of my mentees collectively go gentle. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm picturing this like cattle prod in the back. <laughs> I'm really not that bad. No. I'm really not that bad. I think I apply just the correct amount of pressure that every single individual needs. Yeah. I can be very both, very, very yeah. both sides of it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's true. You're exactly what the people need, like that show up for you in your space. You're exactly what we need. I hope I am. Like I had one of my, um, one of my psychic development mentees this week, um, sort of set aside their ego and be very brave and acknowledge that they perhaps aren't doing what they believe that they could be doing in terms of the effort they're putting in oh okay um and that they felt guilty and that they kind of gave themselves a bit of an uppercut for it and went through that whole process and it was this was really amazing for this client because um you could tell that it was a real self-awareness and it was something that um, I felt privileged that that I was able to share that Mm. only in our second session as well uh and what was great though was that I was able to, out of that, out of his truth, I was able to identify the best way to motivate him to use leverage, find what it is that can we can work with him, work with him to to progress and then gather momentum once he's got that esteem and that confidence. But yeah. that's my job. You've got to leave that up to me. But unless you speak your truth, I can't work that out. You know, I can psychically understand it, yeah. But you're not going to hear what I'm saying. Still, it's still not ready I without need, that self awareness. I need you to come to the party for us to divine time move forward, and we will move forward very quickly because I just know the answer. Yeah, it's that solution, and I've got I've got a life of solutions just sitting there waiting to apply. Yeah, I'm just got to step out of your own way. And by the end of it, he felt extremely positive and empowered and excited. That's what it's about, isn't and it? ready. That's so cool. Yeah. And so I have no doubt that this person's going to achieve all of the stuff that he has to achieve by the time we meet again. Yeah. Um, and that all came about, like he allowed himself to experience that empowering experience, that that excitement, that joy, um, and also just the, you know, the sheer kind of just, happiness and all of that because he spoke his truth yeah and that's all on him Mm -hmm. and this is where it's that guide Mm -hmm. it's like i can only kind of push you to your own recognition and to your own reckoning yeah and you've got to sit with that and i will hold space for you while you meet that yeah and i love that it's Mm. just such a beautiful sweet spot to sit in for me Mm. it's like i would imagine it's like um when you see a baby be born Mm. It's like I reckon if you watch a baby be born that you must have that moment of just like, wow, this is incredible. It is incredible. Yeah. It's like 
I just witnessed that and I get to do this. It like, never stops being incredible. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly how I feel. It's mm. just like it's almost like it's the same time it happens every time. Yes, it's like the first time every yeah, time. Yeah, every time. Yeah. I feel that way about mediumship too. Yeah. When I connect people that, and it's really, really, really strong connection. Yeah. I'm just in awe of it. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. It must anyway. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never gets old. Yeah. But you show up. And there are people and teachers and messages and guides and healers who will show up for you. All around. All yep. around. I've definitely me. seen that. Yeah. yeah it's yep. everywhere. Yeah. It's you've amazing. Just, you've just got to show up in your divine time. Yes. Because the universe won't let you fall. It's just, it's not possible. It's not scientifically possible and it's not spiritually possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's being comfortable to receive. I've learned that too. Well, that's, I'm yeah. learning that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Mm. Me too. I'm it's still. Tricky. It is tricky. Yep. Um, it is tricky. And having the self-awareness to step up and be vulnerable enough to um, say your truth or speak your truth, like you were saying, it takes some gall, doesn't it? But gosh, it feels good. It takes serious balls. Yep. Or vaginas. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. In fact, like just balls and vaginas together. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it takes okay. masculine and feminine to really do oh, it. There like you it, go. It, I love how you brought that <laughs> back. To the... Even though we were both visualising balls and vaginas. Well, together. how can you not? Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Did your vagina swallow your balls? It's turned back on. Right. So we don't we don't edit much out of this. No. We just went off on a ball and vagina party tent. <laughs> we had to kind of delete because well, the E stands for explicit on this podcast and yes. we all know why because we are known to drop the F-bomb once or twice. Yep. However, um, that was very visual. It we- was. We had to uh, stop and pause and, and have a moment of our also, visuals. But we also had to keep going. Yes. Yep. So we spared you a little bit, but we might. We'll leave it up to Matt to mix a little greatest hits so you can God. have a giggle. But that was a bit of a party <laughs> for the eyes and mm. oh, imagination. Anyhow, but we were actually talking about something um Hugely life-changing that, and that is having enough courage to face up to your truth and to speak it and acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not laughing at the content. I'm laughing at you trying to compose yourself. <laughs> I'm such a visual person. While they're still dancing around in, in your head. <laughs> Pac-Man style. Oh, you're so gross, honestly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Blueprints to yep. divine time to bulls and vaginas. Yep. All in an episode of Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. <laughs> Spiritual musings, occasionally fucking disgusting. <laughs> and also sometimes amusing. <laughs> Still got it wrong. <laughs> oh, I love you. You're the best. I love you back. This is fun. And Laura and I today yep. had the most amazing happening. Bitmoji. Oh, now yes. allows you to do friend bitmoji. Friend bitmoji. So we can now have bitmojis together. Yes. And I manifested it because <laughs> I have been wishing yes. that there was one we could do together since I have created those bitmojis of us where I have to go into 
copy and paste and edit photos of the both of us in our own Bitmoji accounts and then put them together in special layouts and post it. And it's like now it's just there. You're pretty clever though. I'm fucking clever when it comes <laughs> to that stuff. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. That's awesome. So get ready yeah. to be Bitmojied to the nth. And thank you, Carol, for sending me the will you be my Bitmoji friend. And I was like, whoa. You so I did it to Bitmoji her. friends? Well, well, some, yes, I do have some more Bitmoji friends, I must oh. say. But she let me know about it, so thank you to Carol. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known about it. Yeah. I'm not at thanking Carol yet. Okay. I am. Thanks, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> but you're my, I Bitmoji you most. And then even Matt said, have you added me as a friend yet? And I'm busy like flicking you friend moji, friend moji, friend moji. <laughs> He's like, and I got excited because I went around there. I'm like, look, it's me and Tracy dancing or whatever it was that we were doing at the time. Lighting a fart, I think was one of them. And he's like, did you bit moji me? I was like, oh, yeah, you. <laughs> so I'm getting in trouble. <laughs> oh, I want to be emojis with other people now that you are. Yeah. Now that we're like, you not can bitmoji others. I thought you just did that. And this well, is an open bitmoji relationship, then okay. Well, you're my. Who else wants the... to bitmoji me? Come on. Oh, yeah. Bitmoji me. Oh, now she feels left out. <laughs> Bitmojius on Insta, on Facey. Mm. Some people don't even know what bitmoji is, but now they'll be looking them up. I'll just put one up on Instagram. Yeah. This episode of Turns Out She's Psychic was brought, brought to, to you by Friend Bitmoji. Or is it called Friendmoji? Let's say both. I'm okay. not sure. We'll Friendmoji. Friendmoji, Bitmoji, Friend Bitmoji, whatever you are. We're so good at free ads. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening <sighs> to whoever has clung in there to the very end. <laughs> not turned us off. You guys are awesome. We love you. See you next time. Bye.